Welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk. This is Bottled Soccer Talk number 45. I'm here with Henry. My name is Nestor, and it's two guys, two mics, two pints, two blokes, a couple of jokes, and we still haven't come up with the third <laughs> rhyme for that one. Uh, but uh, here we are, man. Uh, I didn't start this weekend off in a somber tone <laughs> with man. a preachy quote, but you know we've moved on from Super League, which feels like it's been years ago already. Yeah. Um, a lot of football has happened, though, uh, and we're here watching the replay of uh, Manchester City versus PSG. Oh, oil money versus oil money. You'd love to see it. Um, how are you doing, man? Uh, doing fine. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> pretty happy with today's result. Uh, you know, episode 45, a special shout out to Carlos Vinicius, the player on loan at Tottenham, uh, who uh, Mourinho's professed to be you know capable of becoming world class have yet to see it but you know when he's playing against marine he's decent um <laughs> but yeah carlos Vinicius, number 45 one for the future so you're gonna shout out a guy and shit on him all in the same <laughs> yeah i mean uh, unlucky for him he plays for a, a club i'm not too fond of now you know me i used to be but um but yeah man episode 45 um uh, you know Hopefully, you know, we have another 45 to go, just like a half in football. Um, but, yeah, man, what do, you make so, what do you make of this week's games? And uh, what's the sensation going into, um, you know, the tail end of the season? Yeah. Um, so, well, let's start off by just talking about how the end of the Super League came as quick as it brewed up. Yeah. You know, uh, quick little timeline. Sunday, they announce it. By Tuesday, it was in shambles. And here we are uh, a week later, and it's basically an afterthought. Now, there was there was a little uh, theme this week, and last in this week of games, where all of the Super, te- all of the super League teams caught L's and, and draws. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, everyone made the same joke, same lazy joke. Oh, uh... You know, uh, Leeds beat Super League team, you know, this and that. Or I guess Leeds are Super League quality. Whatever. Um, So I'm just glad we moved past it. And and now we're highlighting actual things. Even uh, Gundogan, I believe on Thursday or Friday, uh, tweeted out something against the new format of of the Champions League. Yeah. Which is problematic in and of itself. I don't know the full details of it because I don't know if they've re- really released everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's it's, it's more like games. A, That's what it really is. More yeah, games, more, more games. profit. Yeah, more profit, and you know, just because we're not getting games off of meritocracy doesn't mean we're not profiting. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. still a problem. But um, yeah, that that leads us to now where. A few Champions League games have played, and there was a bunch of uh, rumors out there uh, that were saying that the three semifinalists that were signed up were going to get kicked out of the semifinals. Yeah. Um, Which obviously did not happen, thankfully. Right. And isn't it funny protesting against um, a team or a competition uh, not based on merit and then filling in the positions of those teams that... Kicking out those teams and filling their positions with teams that lost. 
Yeah, but, you know, it's slightly different topics. But at least these teams qualified into the tournament, you know. But, I mean, I, I lost. That whole, that whole idea uh, is just is dumb to kick out a team that's already in a tournament and have played this season. It just wouldn't have made sense. And even though the teams lost, they still made it to that, you know, point in the tournament. We can't give it to the teams that got eliminated earlier. So those are the next best player, the teams, I should say. So I don't have much of a problem with that, but I'm glad that, you know, that's not going to happen and that the teams that deserve to be here are here. And I guess the only problem now is uh, is to reformat the UCL. And it's not even a big reformat. Maybe just not include those extra games that they want to play. That's the big issue. It's already a lot of games as it is, but... Uh, you know, you can't have players already playing every three or four days and then you're going to add more games on top of that. I thought Pep had a funny quote saying maybe UEFA could find a way to add 400 days in a year instead of 365 to account for the games they want to play. Uh, but yeah, man, um, again, I'm just glad the Super League is over and it's um, for now, I should say it's still apparently going to be brought in some light in the future. But uh, for now, it's uh, in the back of my it mind. It was an interesting idea. But the execution and then the the PR behind it was all fucked up. I still don't even I still don't even think it's a great idea. I I just would love for it to be ripped to shreds and never brought up again. Um, and if if anything needs to be reformatted, it still should be the Champions League. Mm-hmm. It has rich history. They're gonna yeah they're gonna they're gonna redo the Champions League in my opinion in the next few years. The funniest thing was that with the Super League, they were still going to transfer all of Madrid's Champions League wins and, uh, you know... Whoever uh, else had one, yeah. Yeah, and whoever else had one. Even though I, I mentioned Madrid because Fiorentino's spearheading the Super League and they have the, won it the most times. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you want to break away from the Champions League, but you want to claim all the rewards that you got. And yeah, It's just kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just glad that we're still enjoying Champions League. A great game yesterday, too, I might add. I don't know if you want to just hop straight into the yeah, Champions League. Yeah, let's talk about reviews. Champions League before we do mm-hmm. anything else. Um, yeah, Chelsea versus Real Madrid in the first semifinal match of of the Champions League. There was a lot of confidence that I felt that Chelsea fans had. I don't know if I talked about that last week. I think Yeah, Chelsea fans, I think even the players... Uh, made it sound like they're really looking forward to this game. Like like it was just going to be an easy match and they got this and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, just, yeah. <laughs> it's it's an odd form of confidence. I was, As a Madrid fan, I wasn't that confident. I felt like we're the better team and I still do. Uh, but to, to be confident in winning any Champions League team, I don't think so, man. At this stage... Like any team is gonna be able to win the whole thing. Yeah, no team should be yeah. feeling confident at this point. And right now, there is no Cinderella story where you have, I don't know, someone like Porto or Leon or something like that. You know, everyone's like a, a you know, A class team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Having said that, I just I just don't know where they got it from. And well, uh, to be fair, they they've been playing good. Yeah. They've looked a lot different since Tuchel has come in and. Uh, for a good part of the first half, they were actually giving uh, Madrid the work. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing that Chelsea aren't a great team. So the fact that they're confident is surprising, but I actually see where it, come from, and it comes from, and I feel like it comes from Tuchel and, and the way he set out the team ever since he's uh, you know been brought aboard, not only from formation, but play style and, and being able to manage a lead, things like that. I think... That, you know, that reverberates through the whole team and, and they look like a confident bunch. 
I think initially, if you were to ask me at the beginning of the season, Madrid are the better team. But today, I think Chelsea are... Today? Really? Today, Chelsea are on level, if not even better. Because I'll tell you what... Are you including Madrid's injuries? That's, I mean, yeah, that's that's an issue as well. But my point is, because if the league started last week, I think, and like, just like, hypothetically, Chelsea is a title contender in my eyes. And I think they will be next year. Especially if they... Well, they started off the season that way. No, but no, but with, with Frank Lampard, they were you know dwindling down into Europa League levels, and now they're back in Champions League contention. I mean, they've just improved massively across the board. Yeah, they're, yeah, they have. And they're winning games. They're beating. They're beating teams that you wouldn't think they could beat. They always had the talent. They just didn't yeah. have the tactics. And, that, and I think that's what I'm getting. at is on paper, they've. I think in the beginning of the season, we would pro- project them to be fighting for a title spot. Right, but Top with Lampard, we, we could, like after the first months, month, we quickly oh, yeah. we oh, quickly yeah. found out that they're yeah they're a dumpster fire, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in the game, you know, X's and O's, eleven v eleven. The first half was was strong from Chelsea, but the important part was that you know Real Madrid was able to answer back, and uh, obviously you know the the debut goal was from Pulisic, a really nice little um, uh, hoofed ball from uh, Rudiger, decent touch to manage it down, and then. A good composure in the box. I thought that Real Madrid center backs could have done better to close Pulisic down, mm-hmm. but they kind of fended off, and yeah. that, that gave Pulisic all the time in the world. Yeah, he could pick his spot from there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he had no pressure. So, like you say, all the time in the world too. Yeah. So that was the the initial opener, and then shortly after, uh, a good ball played in. I forgot who played it in, but um, it was like two headers in the box, and then uh, Benz gets a nice volley. Uh, from pretty close range, you know, down the throat of the goalie. He, he's backing up whatever defender heads it down to control and does a half volley yeah. falling away. Yeah, and it was a nice goal. That was the equalizer. And then from there, I thought both teams were very cautious for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think both teams yeah. were, were happy to, I wouldn't say happy, but, you know, more or less satisfied. Right. The, game, the game deserved a draw, I think. Yeah, I don't know if anyone that. actually deserved to win. It, it's a, it was a very even match. I will say yeah. that uh, you know maybe on another day if Werner you know <laughs> there's a moment where a ball comes uh, crossed in, Pulisic head, headers it back into the box, very similar to how Madrid scored their goal, and Werner you know point blank range right at at Courtois who go, made a good reaction save, but that could have changed the game and turned it on its head two nil away goals. That would have been a big deal, but I think all in that would have been the one nil. Uh, well, no, I'm saying if, if uh, with the considering Pulisic's goal too, those oh. would have been two like two goals, two nil early. It would have been a big result, and I think even with the result they got, considering the away goals, I think Chelsea goes home a little happier. Uh, but you know, Real Madrid have all the ability to turn the game on its head in, in in England. But my thing is now more than ever, Chelsea have the ability to manage a result um, because they're they're well set up. They'll make it super difficult for you to score. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a great showdown in the second leg. Um, Sergio Ramos might be back. I, I'm not sure. I think another player as well. Mendy. Mendy, yeah. That's a big That's a big get. I thought when Eden Hazard came on, he was okay. But, he again. Had, he had an interesting... Uh, he was interesting every time he came on the ball. He created a few plays as well. Yeah. But, you know, it's just nowhere near the player that he used to be in terms of transcendency I mean, uh, yeah, you're not going to get that in 15 minutes, though. It's not. I think like, you're not going to get that from him anymore at all. You know, but ever. I don't know about ever, but he's got to stay healthy for at least 10 games to even get to that level, and he hasn't proven that yet. I hope he can, because we know the player that he can be. But fitness is an issue. 
I think uh, he doesn't cause as many headaches for a, 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 a defense as much as he used to back then. Uh, but, you know, I think Benzema is the guy that is going to have to have strong shoulders and carry this team forward. Because for me, nobody else is really stepping up. Uh, you know, Modric was okay. Kroos was kind of wasteful they uncharacteristically. Just, uh, yeah, they just seem tired. Yeah, and uh, that's, 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 was, that's what was going to be my point. That I think that the lack of depth is hurting them because they're still competing for a league. They're still in it. You know, it's, it's still shaky there. And they don't have the luxury of being able to rest players. I think Chelsea does. They have a little bit more depth. And I think all in all, that's yeah. what's going to benefit them going forward. Um, but we'll see, man. It's a, it's a great little showdown. And we'll touch on that Liga and, and how that's going in, in a little bit later. But um, I thought it was a, a pretty good match. You know, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, they both went at it. And as far as level goes right now, they're pretty similar. I'm not going to pretend that Madrid is leaps and bounds better. I think, you know, historically they are. In the past well, three, four years, yeah. they've been the better team. But, like, today... Yeah, I'm not considering that. I'm considering today. Mm-hmm. Even still, Madrid maybe are marginally better. The thing is that with Madrid, the a lot of people's perspective is tainted because of how successful they are in the tournament. But I, every season I approach a league, I approach a tournament with the idea of who the players are on the pitch today, age, injury, and everything considered. You, all the history stuff you got to put behind you because that doesn't that means fuck all at the at the end of the day. Yeah, City's a, a terrible team in the Champions League. This is the first year they're making a good run. You can't you have to put all that stuff behind you because it's about you know the now. And uh, I, I'm telling you, man, I wasn't expecting Chelsea to make it this far. And if we had to pick one team that doesn't deserve to be there, it's probably Chelsea. But they made it, and that's due to good form, you know, and good management. Well, yeah, and uh, and a pretty decent. Uh and a pretty decent, uh, what, what do you call it, uh, trajectory towards path. Oh, towards they had a, yeah, the draw was perfect for them. They yeah. were uh, uh, like kind of like an undercard going in. Who did they play? Uh, it was Porto before, and then who did they have at first? In their group? Or No, leaving their group. Oh, no, they played Atletico. That was a tough match. Hmm. I mean, I wouldn't oh, okay. say it was a super easy route, but, um, you know, the group stage was fairly easy for them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, we'll have to see how that pans out. I can't wait. It's going to be a belter. Uh, you know, next match is in England. Both, ne- both, Still, both yeah, matches are in It's 1-1, one, one, so whoever wins, <laughs> I mean, you just got to play the win, right? Well, uh, yeah, that's the thing. If, if Madrid all, has, all Madrid has to do is score once and they're through. As long as Chelsea don't score. <laughs> Which I think is doable. But it's <laughs> it going to be hard, but... <laughs> I think I think attacking wise, uh, Madrid's better than Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea's more wasteful. That's a problem. I think uh, Chelsea wasteful, can generate more. And their their inexperience, their youth isn't as good as Madrid's proven talent. Yeah, they have more experience. Yeah. That's that's the the advantage they have, I'd say. Uh, but you uh, know, anybody that stood out. Well, I guess. Well, man of the match officially was uh, N'Golo Kante. Yeah, he was uh, uh, the man with three lungs. Yeah, yeah, he um he ran the pitch all over the what place. What a player, huh? Had the most successful dribbles that this day. This boy as is well. fooling y'all. I I think you know there's different style of players, and he's not the most glamorous guy, but he does all the hard work, uh, and you know that goes a long way. And I think having a player like that on your team is such an X factor. The only problem with him is he's lacking in size and physicality, but he makes up for that with his engine. I think he has the best engine in the world, by the way. The guy doesn't get tired. Yeah. Um, and he showed us that. And, you know, you add that in, in addition to a, a Tony Crows and Modric, who are a little bit in, in the advanced stage of their career in a very tough La Liga season. 
I think that result was expected, but I never really thought about it. I didn't think uh, Kante was going to be a factor like that, but credit to him. I will say Jorginho was... The a, pairing with Jorginho was, yeah. was key as well. Oh, well, they, they, they complement each other great, you know, mm-hmm. like just it's, it's a match made in heaven, I'd say. Yeah, and the, the main thing is Kroos and, and Modric, who, who are generally controlling that center circle of the pitch... Uh, they they just weren't able to. They were they were their legs weren't there. Right. Modric for the first I would say thirty five minutes was terrible. Mm-hmm. It, it was so uncharacteristic. Like he picked the worst timing in in the season to play that bad. He's yeah. usually very press resistant. He's usually very uh, very able to find spaces, mm-hmm. create plays, and and pick passes. In this match, everything was flat. Cross was super wasteful. A lot of the times, passes that he were he would make with his eyes closed were, yeah, just so off the mark. And uh, and uh, um, Casemiro was busy covering spots. Yeah, and Casemiro, who you know, he he's gassed himself. I think he's the guy who who uses his oh, legs yeah, the we'll most. Oh yeah, also get Valverde back as well. Oh, that's the key right there, and that that can be for, an interesting for that match. For for that matchup, I, I like Valverde a little bit better than Casemiro. He's a little more versatile though, so he can. They can share the pitch and 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 take a make it more difficult for yeah. Chelsea. I think uh, Mason Mount didn't have the brightest game, but I thought he was well enough to keep uh, the midfield occupied, you know, and and give uh, you know Kante and and Jorginho the the chance to really play their game. So all in all, the midfield battle, you know, which I wasn't expecting, Chelsea got the edge on them. It wasn't domination by like by far, but it was, they did win that. And, you know, obviously, after N'Golo Kante, I thought Pulisic was, uh, you know, a, a solid a solid threat throughout the whole match. Um, not only, you know, the goal he scored, but I think when he's on that left wing and he's able to cut on to his, his dominant foot, he's a problem for defenders. And uh, I'd like to see more of him, less of Werner, more of Ziyech. And I think, you know, it's possible they can secure something out of it. Obviously, you know... Yeah, it's gonna be a good match. There's 90 minutes left, and uh, at this it, point, it could go any, any way, man. Yeah, at this point in the I'm not in this tournament, at all, man. It's about look. It's about luck. It's about uh, balls making it in the back of the net. Sometimes, you know, like sure. today, for example, De Bruyne's goal. Both of that doesn't City's always. Goals. Yeah, I mean, those, those, that doesn't always happen. You can also say the same for set pieces like crosses. You know, uh, though they don't always happen. Players don't always fall asleep on marking. It's the little details in tournaments like this. You lose a game in a season, a 38 game season. You can live with that. You see another day, but it's do or die in a, in a knockout stage in like this, tournament. and it's going to be good, man. I can't wait. Uh, That's what I love about tournaments, though, is like you have to be perfect. It's like a boxer, right? You could be Tyson Fury fighting Deontay Wilder. Tyson mm-hmm. Fury has to be perfect for 90 minutes or for 36 minutes. Deontay Wilder only has to be perfect for two seconds. Yeah. You know, and which... Mm-hmm. Which uh, you know, you can with with tactics, you can reduce the chances of that by a lot. Yeah, but, tactics um, play a big part. That's why counterattacking teams, historically, in my opinion, have very good uh, history in the Champions League. It's not too often you get uh, teams that'll pass you out of the park. Uh, Bayern and Barca are the only teams in the last decade or decade Liverpool? and a half. Uh, see, Liverpool had the ability to to morph into different play styles. Yeah, they didn't have like a countering. It, but it was kind of a countering, but at the same time, it wasn't. It was very haphazard. There was a lot of interplay, yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot of balls where they get the ball on, on, on the contrary and just ping it up to Salah, Mane, which they can't do anymore. The legs aren't You know, there. I feel I, saying that just ping it up is so reductive of 
of great teams like that. Well, football isn't just pinging it up, but uh, in terms of attacking going forward, that's one of their main uh, courses. That's what they do. Uh, yeah. Not, not every team does that. Yeah. But yeah. that's one of their main courses. I'm just saying, like, it feels like a reduction of, of their play style to, to reduce it to ping. Well, they they pass the ball beautifully up the pitch with a lot of force. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I can make it sound good too, but obviously, I'm not a fan of Liverpool. Uh, for my own reasons, but uh, you know that's a team that you they, they kind of had a lot of different forms. Which for me, they don't have a yeah. That that's why they were one of the best teams I've ever seen in the past uh, six years. Like what they've done is amazing, and I think City's right on par with them. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I can't wait for this next leg. It's gonna be amazing. She she almost got him. Why did he sell that so bad? A backwards Meg. Hmm. <laughs> With a nice little somersault. I know, right? Um, yeah. He gets a six from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, where were we? Madrid? Yeah. I don't know if we're if you want to give your prediction for the next leg already. We might as well, right? Since we're on Two to one. Two one. Uh, Madrid. Oh. Um, Two to one Madrid. Right then. Um yeah, I. I mean, I'm biased. I'm I'm wearing a Madrid shirt as we speak. Yeah, no, I I respect that, and it's a realistic. But I still think it, Madrid's a better team, and I think uh, Zidane will figure something out. Sheesh. Um, I also wanted to touch on 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 how people are you know slobbering all Tuchel's uh, knob. I'm not a big fan of his, by the way, but he's, I think he's even, a great coach. I think he's a great manager. He is. He is. I think he's one of the best today. But when you come out with stats like he hasn't lost to Zidane, uh, Pep, Pep, uh, Ole, yeah, uh, Simeone, blah blah blah. Yeah, that sounds good. But you've also lost to Steve Bruce and Big Sam. So yeah. let's fucking pump the brakes a bit, okay? Yeah, but you know, to be fair, some of those games there was, uh, there like for example the West Brom game, they got an early red card. I I don't feel that's fair, but you know, uh, yeah, I I think he's been an amazing manager for them so far. Surpassed my expectations. I didn't think it was gonna come together this quick. I thought you know next season was gonna be the season they're really gonna catch fire, but they're 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 doing pretty well for themselves. I will say. And my prediction, uh, I have a 2-2 draw. So that would see Real Madrid through on the way goals. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong, though. I would love to see Chelsea I, go through. I would through. love to see a City-Madrid final. Ah, I wouldn't, man. I, I would... think Madrid have been there too many times already. It's starting to get old. <laughs> but, you know, it's not well, out of I the mean, picture. it's starting to get old to see City winning the league, man. I know, yeah, yeah. And that's worse because you have to watch it week in, week out, week, week out. in, week and out. And this whole... S- I think for the last four, four or five months now, four months, this whole year, it's been all city. I've been ready for the end of this season already, as far as the Prem goes. Yeah, well, that that's what was pretty like crazy. Like you know, the beginning of the season was so unpredictable. You couldn't really tell who was going to win the league. But once December came around, things started heating up. Form started coming together, and and City have really like just. Being the most consistent team, they haven't even been that great this season. They're going to finish maybe with like low 80s in points, which is, you know, double digits off of what they normally get. But it's, it's been the story for every team in the league. It's, yeah, you know, but, so. and that's due to the start. That's not really due to their quality. It's a, yeah, it's not due to quality. It's a COVID season, you know, it's just very unpredictable. 
Yeah. But I, I feel this season they've been close to their best. I think they've been a better defensive, so, so, se- defensive yeah. team. So to say that, you know, it's a low point, you know. Just I mean, by points, I guess. Yeah, by points and by goals. It's just we've we've won more games one nil than ever, which is nice. But I I want to see. Oh, you want to see, see fucking thrashings? I just like to see like yeah like very progressive football. And this season they've kind of adapted to be a little different now, which I guess is good, as long as you win. But um, I guess since we we've given our predictions on the Chelsea Madrid uh game, uh, I guess we could quickly review uh the psg city game um before we do that how far away because we've been talking about chelsea right and how we figure that they might be a a serious title contender next season right Mm -hmm. how far away are they from that i think they are already a title contending team it's just that they 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 they, the manager came in too late you know uh, I think with the if they get a full start next season, they're immediately going to be a title contender, and it's going to be a close finish. I don't. I think it's City, Chelsea, and then it can be United or Liverpool, maybe even Tottenham if they get a proper manager. But I I still don't see that happening with Tottenham. But it's going to be. Well, I think Kane and Son are gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's going to buy them though? I'm curious. Like, who's going to pay whatever uh, Levy wants? Which I know he's going to hike up the price. And I know Kane's going to be worth a pretty penny. Well, if Kane really wants to leave, if either one really wants to leave, that that takes off a pretty that's a pretty big discount right mm. off the top right there. Um but as far as Chelsea goes, I think they're a striker away. Yeah. I think I think if they get I had a I had a name in mind. Holland? Well, I mean Holland makes anybody better, doesn't he? Yeah. That's like getting Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, I, had, I had a name in mind. Fuck. Patrick Bamford? That wouldn't be a bad idea. He's yeah. more clinical than... Um, Danny Ings? Nah. No, not Danny Ings. Uh, Danny Ings would be a good option for depth for Chelsea. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a good option for any Premier League team. Yeah. But you know he uh, he's not a list celeb. I I really don't know who who you could be thinking of. I'm trying to like. Think I, had, I had an idea and I just totally forgot. I, I know I should I should I write these things down. No, Lothar, I still I remain steadfast that he's perfect for a city. Ah man, I don't know. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think even Chelsea could still win a a, a title without a striker. Uh, or I don't think so. A great striker. I mean, City have done as it they are much now for the majority of the season. As they are now, they would drop too many points just based on the fact that they can't fucking finish their opportunities. And even with Tuchel, they, they've dropped a lot of points. Not a, not as much as they did with Lampard, though, well, yeah, with I mean, the same team. But Lampard's yeah. not... You know, we, we've established that Lampard's not... Yeah, and not that's been, the reason. If Tuchel started day one, we could be talking about Chelsea being six points off a of City, three I, points do you, off. Do you really think that? I believe it. Full, you, I mean, if you look at the moment since Tuchel joined Chelsea, they're on par with City, if not beyond City. I don't have the stats, but I'm talking about points. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, totally I don't, yeah I don't care about stats. But but points-wise... Uh, and that's what wins titles, points, you know? So uh, Do you really believe that they'd be close to City? Totally. I think they'd uh, straight away better than United, who are double digits away from City currently. So I mean, and, and, and United. Anymore? What happened? Oh no, because they drew with the uh, Leeds. I mean, United. 
I think oh, is that the challenge that you were it's talking a manager about? it's a manager problem with United and, and United could see their game elevate as well the same way Chelsea saw their game elevate with the new manager who is it I don't know maybe a few signings they can get uh, but you know with Glazers incompetent ass probably won't happen but <laughs> that's what they're missing I'm saying like a manager makes a team so much better oh, that was a challenge I was talking about yeah. like if he caught him clean that could have been a really nasty challenge yeah but um I don't know yeah we'll see it's gonna be a good one yeah, I think they they just need a, a striker. I mean, obviously Holland is the is the. Well, that's everybody's there. wish list. Yeah. yeah, he's in everybody's cart, but not everybody has the card to pay with it. Yeah, I know that was uh that was me with my PS Five earlier today. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, moving on from that, let's talk about City Manchester City PSG, and um, and we were just watching the post game recap, and Kate Abdo said it perfectly. So it was a game of two halves. Yeah, there's two halves in the game. Great job, Kate Abdo. Really deep. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's one of the <laughs> most I annoying know. cliches. In I know. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> but it, it it totally ties into the game though. It is what it what she's describing. And but let let's be clear that, and we're watching the first half now. I think City were for the most part the aggressors for the most of the match. The, yeah, well, having the ball doesn't make you better. No, but you're more direct with it. Uh, you know, I mean, there's chance after chance they created, but uh, once... But they didn't, like, have that many chances. But they had more than PSG. Uh, uh, PSG only scored off a set piece, and then after that, I can't remember Ederson getting tested. Mbappe, I don't know if he's even in the game. He disappeared on me. Uh, and I don't want to I don't want to well, directly well, put that PSG on him. PSG lost the midfield battle. Yeah. They did, they did, and I thought that City's fullbacks defensively did well to keep up with them and also to be a nuisance, and whether that was being dirty, whatever it was, it worked. And I, I thought... Yeah, they that, were very hard on, on PSG. Yeah, and I think that's the that's how you have to play them, to be fair. If you let them... Well, they're used to being, you know, delicate little... Look at this guy. So unnecessary. Fucking Neymar. That was probably the the, the highlight of a uh, little Verratti and Neymar exchange. Verratti for me was actually the best midfielder for PSG. Well, he yeah, he's a Thiago light. Yeah, well, whatever that means these days. Thiago, the the O at the end stands for zero assist. If you look at it, um, but oh, we only care about stats. Uh, I know. But uh, yeah, the, so I thought that the the the, the scoreline was well deserved. And honestly, once they go down to 10 men, I thought they could have scored even more. But, um, you know, taking that out of the picture, uh, I thought that City did pretty well considering they had no real striker on the pitch. You could yeah, say, but that's been their whole season. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. it has. And it was, it was too. Here's the thing City deserved the win. I'm not going to deny that they weren't the better team, I'm, I'm not going to reduce that. But they were fortunate to get the goals that they did, and and, they, and there was no other clear chances that they had. No, they, they not, did. none that I know of. Oh, uh, you'll see one in, uh, in the a uh, few in the second half, and they had a few in the first half too. But there's a I think because you had gone to lunch, we were watching the game at work. But uh, there's a a point where Full Foden got the ball in the box and unfortunately shot it right at Kaylor Navas. Mm-hmm. That was one instance I can remember. But uh, City had more clear chances, and and I thought they you know they deserved it. Now, were the goals lucky? Sure. 
Yeah. But, you know, and I could say PSG's goal was a bit lucky too. Um, Why? It's a it's a set piece. It's a set piece, but you know, Marquinhos is lucky to lose his marker the way he did. I mean, credit well, to him. Yeah, he yeah he lost his marker. He lost his marker. Yeah, but Gundogan shouldn't be covering him. And you know, in in another play, that's that's headed out by a defender, and we're not making much of it. And that was their only chance. I, I don't understand that argument. That was their only chance. After that, they did fuck all, fuck all. And City did a lot more, so they're yeah, they were to- they were um, they were relying on their on their pace, but they weren't able to get the balls in every time that that a ball or a play was created. City was pretty good at cutting it off, or yeah, yeah. The midfield was was really what it was for for um, City. Yeah, and then um, the the wingers kind of had their way. Like I said, uh, PSG's biggest uh, weakness is their fullbacks, Bakker and, and Florenzi. Yeah, Di Maria had, had a few moments. Um, yeah, this is I don't know. Di I Maria thought Kyle Walker was good, brilliant. I, th- I, think. I thought Kyle Walker did a great job to shut uh, PSG's wings down, and that's PSG's strength. You know their wings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, man, that's that's all. I, I there's not so much to take away from this game because, like you said, a lot of the game was in the midfield. And uh, City have just better possession, better touch. And yeah, well, yeah, that's all. That's they're going to do that every game. And PSG had the advantage to score first. That's a big deal. Well, they weren't going to sit back and guard that either. But they did. See, there, there was there was a few instances like that where where Ruben Diaz, you know, just gets a nick on it, and you know the Mbappe's on goal on that. Yeah, so but they just, were good. They were good at that. They were good defense. at cutting off the passing lanes. Yeah, but uh, you know, especially in the second half, I thought PSG sat back too much, and City were just uh, you know controlling the tempo from there. Uh, but the first half, uh, PSG like, were were much better. Yeah. Oh yeah, the stats are there since you like stats so much. Well, I wanted to see it. I didn't really pay attention. Oh to yeah, what it PSG was. had four shots on target. I think. How far back do I have to go? Whoa, shit. Is it there? Oh my god, dude. Anyways, but yeah, yeah the, the first half I'd say PSG did much better. It's funny how stats don't matter when I bring them up. No, no, I'm saying no, and then when I bring them up, they don't matter to you either. So well, you, I mean, you bring ways. up, you bring up, uh, <laughs> fucking goal contributions and shit like that. Yeah, or I bring on shots on target or possession or you know things like that, and they don't matter. Goal differential, they don't matter. But I mean, the point is, once the game was over, because we're only focusing on one half, and this was Paris's best half. I think uh, Roberto Martinez brought up a good point. PSG did a really good job of pressing City in the first half, but in the second half, they didn't have the legs for it anymore. And if you want to go press for press with City, I'm sorry, you're just going to die out in the second half. There's no team in the world that can keep up with City. And if it was, it was Liverpool 2020, maybe. And and that's it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um... Fuck, this shit died out now. Uh, but anyway, uh... uh PSG just died off. They They fizzled out. The midfield and the defense just wasn't up to par. PSG, they're well. I'm not even gonna say they're dominating their league, but because they're not for a team that when you think of PSG, you're like, damn, that's a that's a good team. They're supposed to be right, but there's a lot of gaps in that team. There's a lot of you know, Bakker, you know, Kim Pembe, who I can't say with a straight face is a top center back. He's decent. I like him. I like uh, him and Marquinhos, but the, like the, like I said, the fullbacks are a weakness. He's decent, right? But he's not. 
It's enough to be at this point in the tournament, though. I, I struggle to think of him as a top center back. I'll and tell you I what, would say he's B tier. They walk into Madrid. Who? Marquinhos. Over who? Over over Baran, Sergio Ramos, Militao. Yeah, I I think so. He's better than all those guys. Yeah. Uh, today, not 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 on the past, no, no, not no, on what no, they've no, done no, today. today. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not I'm not talking about ten years ago. Uh, no. All right. Well, I doubt that. Maybe not. I guess. Maybe I'm. I must be tripping. But I I think that they're they're a decent center back partnership more than most teams can boast. Chelsea don't have a great center back partnership. They have Christensen and Rudiger. Mm-hmm. Uh. Bayern don't have a great center back partnership. Not anymore. Uh, they and, and that's what I'm saying. Like today, today, I think that's not a bad. I think for me, it's their fullbacks. If they can get like a Theo Hernandez or I don't know somebody like that. But but okay. So as far as a partnership goes, they've been doing fine. And like you, like you said, they're not even leading their league. Um, but they're not A tier players. They're not far off it if they're not. I, I think that uh, there's not many teams that have a great center. I mean, City are blessed to have Diaz and Laporte and, and Stones. I get it. But, like, you know, that's still not a bad center back partnership. I think they do have a lot of gaps in their team. The thing is they have great individuals in Neymar and Mbappe. But after that, there's a drop off in level in the rest of the team. I'm not saying that that center back partnership is to the level of Neymar and Mbappe. There's not many that are on that level. But, you know. I don't think they're that terrible. I think that, like I said, the fullback department is where they really need work. I think PSG in another league, and the Prem or something, they're not, they're not in first. No, no, I don't, I don't think no. they're even. But that's because that's because the, the whole unit is not there. Yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. They're they're not. I don't know. They're not. Oh, this was a shot I was talking about. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. That, that could have been another. Man. Yeah, he hit it as as he could. I wish uh, if you I, w- I wish he would have hit it first time, but I, that's me asking too much. He's only like twenty years old, but I think there's a lot of yeah, potential think, there. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, uh, PSG man for man is not better than City, and that's the problem. But wing for wing, they are. Neymar and Mbappe are better than any winger City have by and large. Oh well, yeah. And that's that's the difference. They have great individuals, not a great team. Manager is great. Pochettino love him to bits. Yeah, and that's why I didn't like him for for PSG. Unless well, PSG opens up the wallet. Well, my, the homie Kevin had a pretty... My other friend Kevin had a pretty good comment saying that maybe Pochettino's used to working with a great unit and not so much great superstars. And I, I mean, there may be some truth to that. And I think that when he can mold this team to what he's looking for, we'll see a better PSG. Whether that's Mbappe in there or not. I think that that won't make much of a difference. I mean, the guy's used to coaching uh, Lucas Mora, who former PSG player, but he's not nowhere near Mbappe's level or Neymar's level for that matter. Damn near? No, kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if I don't know if that's a good opinion. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's never managed someone like Neymar and Mbappe, and who's to say that? That they're not training hard as well. Because when you say, oh, you, you can't manage egos, what you really mean is the guys that just slack off in training and just do whatever the fuck they want, right? Yeah, or, or the guys that are also impatient and and don't get... They get mad when the service is not given to them on their foot and they flail their arms. Like, yeah. That's, that's something... And that you, don't, you don't get that kind of body language from either one of those. Uh, well, I think on this team, not so much. 
because they've earned that right. But, uh, you know, they are more capable than the average footballer. Like, there's, and this is not to sound like a snob, but there's no player on City that really does that too often because Guardiola doesn't let that happen. In fact, that's why he wouldn't play Sané a lot because Sané would, his demeanor was bad when, when things weren't going He's right. He's got a terrible body language. Yeah, and, and, and you know, that's, that's an iffy topic in itself. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that team evolves under Pochettino. And I hope that if he doesn't win the league and he doesn't win the Champions League, that doesn't end his run there because I think he has a lot more to offer. Do they have they have a very short leash? They, I mean, PSG Well, they, they let go of Tuchel allegedly for that incident in, in, in Turkey, which was stupid in itself. They lost out on a really good manager over some bullshit like that. But, you know, it was a touchy subject. I get it. Um, yeah, I, I, man, who knows? Who knows what happens? Same thing with Mourinho and and, uh, and Tottenham. You, you know, you fire a manager. Well, I guess we'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, sticking with PSG City, um, City's in the driver's seat for the for the second leg. Two yeah, to one, two, two to away one. goals. Player not not available for the next match, even though he's not all that great, but he's decent. They're holding mid. Um, is is Idrissa Gueye whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think City. They're, yeah, like you said, they're in the driver's seat. I look for them to play a, a more defensive game, which we have in our arsenal this year more so than last year. I think he'll play for Nandino, maybe somebody else, uh, Rodri. Uh, but I think I would appreciate if City still come out with the same mentality. Just not the, just not the Rodri and Fernandinho double pivot because that proven that's proven to not work for them it might it doesn't work against certain teams it works against others but i i would prefer that they continue playing how they played today uh you know press the issue yeah just throw in the same squad possess the ball it really hurt me to think today though i was i was reflecting on the game and it really dawned on me that we'll never see kunaguero in a meaningful city game city game ever again he might play the odd game against brighton now and you know till the end of the season but he'll never play a meaningful game like like the one that they played today. And it breaks my heart, but it would have been nice to see. Because that first half and a little bit of that second half, that, that game felt like it was aching for Aguero to yeah, have a moment Yeah, of there's so much said about City's lack of strikers. But here you have Kun Aguero. You have him, One yeah. of the best strikers of the last fucking ever, basically. He's the best striker ever. Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but that was your point. You you believe that him and Pep are are at odds. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I think I think they have issues. But I don't Pep, know. Pep has a thing with egotistical players, and I feel like Cunaguero is the kind of guy that, like like we were just talking about, well, that he's, yeah. can bullshit around a bit. He is. Yeah, he's on that level of Mbappe and Neymar. Not as good as them or talented. I'm saying uh, at one point he was, but. He has those kind of mannerisms where he can't be arts. He's like, I'm not going to do that shit. I'm here to tap in the goals because I know how to do this and I know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Which, right, he's earned that right. But under Pep, it's uh, that, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. You can mm-hmm. ask Ibrahimovic. You can ask Eto'o. You can ask a bunch of other players that he's let go. Um, <laughs> and it sucks because I... Can you, you imagine Balotelli under... Uh, he wouldn't even... Who also happens to be number 45 for City? Oh, historic number 45, I will say. Um, one of one of the most polarizing players as well, uh, but you know a character. Anyway, yeah, can you imagine him under Pep? Not a, not a chance, man. <laughs> He'd loan him out the second that he he joined the lineup. He would tell him right away. He would hide in his office. Dude, it's like 
Yeah, and that's <laughs> you know the, that story, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's crazy because uh, Pep really requires a lot out of his players, and there was moments where Cancelo, by the way, like his first season, he joined City. He didn't play much because I feel like he had that kind of snobbery to him, and it took him a while to uh, acclimate to Pep's demands and what he expects from a player, and to realize that there, th- your spot is not given every week; you earn it. And uh, you know that's that's. A I good respect thing. that as a manager, though. That, it is. That's a good way to to control the dressing room, but but I feel like there's there's a sort of slack that you can have. And, and you know, since we're touching on the topic, and he's one of the mm-hmm. hottest players on the market, that's why I've always had the uh, uh, trouble with the idea of Holland coming to City, because I I get that same feeling from him, that he can't be ours. He knows what he's good at, and he's going to do that. And if he asks for more, you're tripping. Well, and also he just seems like an asshole. Yeah. You, you like schnitzel? You like schnitzel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd still love to get to get him, but obviously there's there's a lot of question marks there. Now Lautaro, the guy you think to, could go I to think, City. I think Lautaro's perfect for City. He can put his head down and make runs and he doesn't impress. care. He doesn't. Yeah, he's he's a hustler. Well, he's 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 built for it. He's swallowed. Yeah, that. But he's also swallowed his pride and he's been the number one guy for Inter. And he doesn't mind being second and, fiddle too. And now too. he's letting uh, he's letting uh, Lukaku be Batman. Big Lukaku, yeah. Big Rome. Big Rome, man. Uh, but 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 there and then there's another guy rumored for City. Danny Ings. No, Lukaku. Ah, uh, yeah. I'll still take Lukaku. I'm a big fan of his. Would you, would you take Lautaro over Lukaku? Yeah, I would. Just because he's more dynamic. This game was asking for a striker from City, man. Somebody to play central, yeah, for sure, to receive the People ball. People love the false nine, which is basically just an advanced 10. Yeah. That's all it is. With the it's nose not, for it's goal. Not, it's not fucking rocket science. Pep, get Lautaro now. I think he's perfect. I think he's perfect for City. He's he's the perfect Aguero predecessor. And if he's not, I've been saying it, but well, uh, if he's not uh, you know, on their radar, man, like if they miss out on Holland, I think... It's called be Danny Ings. Well, you go you go the other way, right? Because Holland is a completely different style of player than Lautaro. Yeah, but he's so good that you. But you just he gives you a different a different dimension, and he's gonna be a lot cheaper, man. Probably half price. Well, yeah, because he cooled off a lot because a season where Lukaku wasn't there, he was bagging goals left, center, right, whatever. Now he's had to play second fiddle. He has a lot of assists, a good amount of goals, but nowhere near as to the production as. The previous season so yeah you can definitely get him on a cheap what you get from gabriel jesus latro gives you with better finishing yep. better nose for goal yep. better technique yeah. better pay, play creation but fuck you put him at a false nine you put him even like a like a crazy wing sort of situation he'll fucking deliver man yeah and i i think city should de- definitely consider that no i agree i wouldn't mind seeing that i think uh it's a possibility obviously right Lotaro. now the the market is kind of strange. And we'll he's see got what cool happens. hair. He's got cool hair, cool tattoos, and a, and a Nestor tattoo. Yeah, he's a big fan of the pod. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's probably a that's probably a, a jersey I'd cop to like somewhere somewhere down the line. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, all in all, we can say City did you know they did their thing. I do agree they were kind of fortunate with the goals they scored. For those who didn't watch the match, free kick by Mares that went through the wall. Which you don't see that too often, and uh, a, a great cross by De Bruyne. Who knows what he's doing, man? I'm telling you, I, there's at least ten to fifteen goals he scored like that throughout his career at City, because that's that's a decoy cross that he does, and that's just 
not everybody has that in their bag, you know. You don't see that too often. Um, but yeah, you know, caught the caught the keeper sleeping. Maybe not Keylor Navas' best performance today. But you you live to see another day. And I think the second leg. I don't think he meant to do it. No, no. Oh, you don't think uh, De Bruyne meant to? Oh, absolutely not. But he 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 always has said this previous too, and he's like, if my cross doesn't touch a player, it's always gonna go in the direction of the goal. And I believe him wholeheartedly because, like I'm telling you, he's done this. Plenty of I, I'm times. inclined to believe that statement, but I, I'm not in, in that to, moment. In that moment, you don't think he meant I, that. I'm inclined to not believe that. The ball, the ball was good. For, it's to going, be it's going, so it's going towards the goal for sure. But the, what you're trying to do is get a deflection. You're just trying to get a slight n- niggle on it. Well, yeah, and that's the interesting thing that it really puts the keeper in a tough position. And we saw that the you know the analysts talk about it, but like as Kaylor Navas, you don't know whether to go cover the guy who you think is going to touch the ball into the net. Or to, to get the ball, you're really... And it's a great you're tactic. A, you're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation Ex- exactly, there as yeah. a keeper. And I think that's one of City's tactics when, when teams play a low block. By the way, 50, 51st minute, no player in, in their own half in for the PSG team. And I think that's why they had to resort to that tactic of trying to cross the ball in the way they did. Well, the, yeah. Well, that's another thing of the high line is you're risking being caught on the back foot. Mm-hmm. But you're also not giving them any space to... To uh, to have a, a little bit of a head start, you have to time it perfectly. And with uh, City's midfield, they were able to keep the the ball away from PSG. Yeah, that's the main thing. Because if you if you get Varati the ball, he's he's pinging it. Oh, he's he's he's, he's their he's best picking. he's their best midfielder by far. I mean, he's by the way, he's wasted his his fucking career at PSG. I have to fucking say it, man. I don't even remember where he played at previously. I, you know, honestly, it feels like he's been there forever. Mm-hmm. I will say that Draxler not playing, or I don't, I don't think he played. I thought maybe he could have been beneficial uh, for for I PSG. Think, Although I don't know if it would have made that much of a I difference. I think Ander Herrera would have been good for this match too. Yeah, I yeah. think he came on a little bit later though. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but De Bruyne, man, what a that guy has big balls, man. <sighs> big bollocks, De Bruyne. Oh shit! That hurted. Yeah. This was. How much does Di Maria weigh? Uh, El Fidel, man, he's like me, bro. We're we're thin, bro. Even though uh, I got a. Di, I, Di Maria is different gravy. Look at that boy's arms. Yeah, I, I, I love when girls have arms that skinny. Ah, uh, not not when it's the homie. You're gonna clown him. Yeah, Fuck it now. No, nah, your arms aren't like that. No, nah, I'm, I'm a little bit thicker, but... Uh, whoa, <laughs> I'm a little whoa, bit whoa. thicker. Nah, by, but, by the way... Uh, oh, never mind. I'll tell you off, uh, off the I'm, record. I'll, off the you're record. Gonna, you're going to like this one. But yeah, anyway... No, uh, <laughs> that's the thing, though. I used to have a body just like that when I was in high school. I was, yeah, I was fucking 140 my, myself. Yeah, I was 130. Playing football. I was a twig, bro. And, uh, yeah, that's who I remind... Like, like... Di Maria was my idol because he's like that's a skinny guy, fucking one of the best. Oh, he's athletes. so good though. Oh well, his Di Maria days, I mean Di Maria's, his Real Madrid days were a peak. I, I wish he would have stayed there longer. He <sighs> should have really. I don't know what the fuck happened there. It was but, a money issue. Yeah, but um, per yeah. Huge. I guess I'll, I'll give my my prediction. I have uh, City winning the next game as well, two one. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, think yeah, I, I see the same result, two to one. I think they're going to come out attacking, and and I think I could see PSG scoring. Well, I, I think City have all the confidence to know that they're able to to <laughs> to handle a PSG. Fucking Roger, that bro. midfield is too good. They're they're so much better. Yeah, that was such a foul by Roger. He's acting like he didn't foul him. I know, pulling him and shit.
I fucking hate. Oh, it, it went both ways though. Well, but, uh, Rodri got on first. Yeah, yeah. But I fucking hate when players stick out their arms. Oh. I can't stand that well, shit. We we were playing this weekend, and and that shit happens a lot, and it does kind of. I, I fucking hate it. We yeah we oh um, <laughs> let's <laughs> talk about that man. The the bottlers fucking made an appearance finally. Yeah, three bottlers, Ernie included. Oh man. yeah, Ernie Ernie made his way, and maybe future ones. But uh, yeah, we played some indoor football. Yeah, that was that fun. was fun, man. Yeah, totally. That was a lot. Of, um, we we did see a gruesome injury. Oh yeah! Uh, uh, shout what's the guy's name? Uh, Anthony, my boy Anthony Sandoval, bro. Hope you get better. He he doesn't really probably like. He's not into soccer as much as we are. But this is just for the vibes. Uh, get get well soon. That was tough because I had the ball, lost it. The ball trickles out to him. He tries to make a little lunge towards it, and his his Achilles said nah. At that point, Pop. yeah. Um, I just remember he's down and he's looking up at everybody. Who kicked me? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, nobody, man. No one was around you. That's uh, fuck. That yeah. was that was tough to see. Um, yeah, man. I, I, you know, but I, it was I, a good time. We it was had a, a good time. We had a good time, I, man. I, I had played him while and a few goals in myself. Oh man, uh, you, you had your uh, your Ozil moment. Yeah, man. Taking out the keeper and then the defender and uh, yeah, fun times, man. We're get, we we got to do that again. And whoever is listening and is down in in LA, come through. It's a good time. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, two one, and you you said you're kind of in the same thought. Yeah, I think City will go through. Um, yeah, uh, unless Neymar or Mbappe come up with some crazy shit, and that was a nice little play by Mbappe. I'm I'm telling you now, that was his best play of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Most was actually a really close moment mm-hmm. where they could have. Yeah, scored. that could have led to a goal. Yeah, had Verratti been maybe an inch taller. Yeah. yeah he had a John John Stones. Out of his boots. Yeah, damn, he was so close. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Verratti, man. Yeah. Sunken eyes and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's I think that's enough on champs for now. Um, yeah. Um fuck. So we so we got a. damn, we got City and Man- and Real Madrid moving on. Yeah. I will tell you what though, I'm very confident with the city scoreline. The Chelsea Madrid one, that's like very it's so close. It's such a good matchup. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable saying I would say I would say City are like sixty five or sixty forty. Sixty forty. Yeah. And and if you wanna be a little more bold, sixty five thirty five. But yeah. nothing less than that. No, no, yeah. With Real Madrid and Chelsea, it's fifty fucking fifty right now. The thing, the key thing here too is that City can take their gas, the the gas off the pedal uh, in the league right now, uh, because you know they got a nice gap. PSG don't have that luxury right now either, so they're they're kind of fucked. Oh, you know, oh, and Chelsea and City are the deepest team. Well, that too. Yeah, they're the deepest team in the world. Yeah. Um, and they're gonna make PSG swim with the Sharks. Yeah, shark team. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's move on. Um, well, we're not moving on from Manchester City because Manchester City won the Energy Drink Cup. Oh yeah, that's right, the Carabao. Fourth time in a row, something light. Yeah. We'll How many teams that. participate in that fucking thing? Well, like a fair amount, fair amount. Uh, but you know. To me, it always like I, every time it comes up, I'm like, ah, it's like the Club World Cup, isn't it? It just like comes out of nowhere. It's the EFL Cup, you know. It's the English Football League Cup, and, and it's the, the it's the Europa League version of the FA Cup. 
I don't. I think for me, it's the same thing. It's the same format. It's literally the same thing. Yeah, that's how the Europa is for champions. But the, but the same teams participate. Is my point. Um, teams from League Four to League One, and the same thing with the FA Cup. Uh, you know, it, and it's always been like that historically. Before it was called the Capital One Cup. We could have called it the Credit Card Cup that time. I mean, it's they put a sponsor in front of it. Yeah, sure, but I think it's the same thing. Um, sh- I, look, I would have. Love for City to get the the quadruple. That's not happening anymore. Shout out Chelsea. But um, yeah, respect because at the end of the day, in the final stages, you still have to play top clubs, and they had to play Tottenham. I know it's Ryan Mason's Tottenham, but they still play like Mourinho's Tottenham. Okay, now question. Do uh, well, I know I know your answer. Yeah. But is the game different if Mourinho's actually in the manager seat? Well, I'll say the tactics were the same as if Mourinho was there. Now, if there's some biblical quote that he would have said in the locker room to make them sway in the direction of winning, maybe. I don't know. He is inspirational. But there's something to be said that the locker room changes a bit if the manager gets fired out of nowhere. And I don't know if it's bullshit, but the players seem to respond decently. Yeah. But, you know, it's just Tottenham as a whole, man. They're... Their season has been a waste. Well, their their owner, I think, has... He's lost the plot. I don't think he's... <laughs> One, the guy obviously doesn't know football, right? No, no. I mean, you don't get it. You don't get that rich by watching football day in, day out. But at the same time, to fire fucking Mourinho... At this at point the in the season. At this point in the season, you let him, you let him write it out. You're like, hey, uh, yeah... Don't come back next year. Yeah. Like, let, let him leave on a high, too, because getting sacked midseason is it's a slap in the face. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing that Mourinho doesn't know, of course. Right. But I, I honestly think that Mourinho might have had a difference. Uh, the, the game may not play out differently as far as tactics go. But I think, I think, uh, I think the, it would have been a little bit different. It very well could have been, you know, uh, we'll never be able to tell for sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that that game in itself, it was actually a mostly city, you know, to be fair. As most game city has played this season. Yeah, I mean, from shots to possession, but I think they did well to neutralize uh, Tottenham's biggest threats, which is Son and and Harry Kane. And and after that, you know, you play your game. So... Um, you know, good result for City. Another another trophy. Like you said, it is the most meaningless trophy out of the four that you can get, but it's still a trophy. You still compete. You still play top teams. Someone, yeah, someone still, called it a major trophy, and I just have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Like it's definitely designation. It's not an ICC trophy or um, oh Audi Cup. <laughs> yeah, or Audi. It's like it's not that, but it's it's, it's still better than that because you know it's it goes a little bit better. Yeah, but it, I, marginally. I well, it's not in consideration for the quad or the treble. Why? Why is it not though? That's my question. Oh, it's just not a. It's not the, the league. It's no different than the Copa del Rey. It's the same format, like it, literally. It is, but that's what the FA Cup is. And yeah, and and it, the England does that, you know. England has two two of the same tournament for whatever reason. Yeah, and if if on you top can, of adding miles to the guy's legs, there's no reason for that cup to exist. Yeah, but th- this is. The but, but we but we hate um, greed. Yeah, no, but the thing is that this has exist existed for decades. You know, it's not just it didn't just come about a few years ago. This is decades. And I decades. think it's unnecessary. 
It's just added strain to the players, especially if it's the same tournament. Yeah. Same yeah. style anyway. Well, a lot of teams, uh, a lot of times play their youth in the early stages too. Like Liam Delap played in, in, in the in the Carabao. And, you know, a bunch, in the early seasons, uh, early part of the season, you do that. But in the, at the end, you got to play your best team and you prove it. And the teams with depth are the ones that are going to succeed. And obviously City excel in that department. So, um, yeah, man. Credit to, to Chelsea though. Because, F- like I'm telling you, the FA Cup is no different. It just has a cooler name. And it has a little more history to it. But... Mm-hmm. Um, well, but it's the the league cup. It's not. Well, that's that's what the EFL Cup is as well. The English yeah, football league cup. Yeah, I know, but that is is the same. It's, thing. A, it's, a, it's if I know, but it's not. <laughs> like you can call Why it what it you not? will. I mean, like I don't consider the Club World Cup a major trophy. Well, that's that's in- a unique tournament. That's a very unique tournament. There's no yeah. other tournament like it. But the the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup are the same. Like literally the same. It's just yeah, and so so, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary, but I'm also not gonna say one is better than the other. The FA Cup um, just has more. Uh, I think more teams compete it. for the FA Cup, don't they? I I wouldn't know. I I wouldn't know if I would say that. I mean, you know, it, it, but it's just not part of the official treble or quad or whatever. Why, why is it or not? double? Why is it not? That's that's my question. When people say it, I'm like, okay, who's the gatekeeper for these things? What what makes a treble and what doesn't make it? Because it's still an official tournament played throughout the season. Teams qualify the same way they do for the FA Cup. Which which I cup would you it. rather have? Oh, I'd rather have the FA Cup. Yeah, just for the history. There, there's your there's your answer. But they mean the same thing. Like well, it, no, it, because if if you rather have the FA Cup, because if you would have said I don't really care, then okay, maybe no, maybe I, you have a valid. But you just said without hesitating, FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, because of the history. You didn't think about it or anything. But but for a treble's sake, it's the same Look at shit. This fucking goal. God damn it. For for the treble's sake, it's the same shit to me. But I I, I can see where you're coming from. The FA Cup just it has more history to it. It's always been the FA Cup. It's never been called um, the Marlboro Cup or the Carlsberg Cup or whatever. But you know. I just there's these trophies that that don't mean shit, like the Super Cup, for example, glorified friendly, the Community Shield, glorified friendly, um, Club World Cup. See, the Community Shield is is an interesting one. That one is is like is very interesting. That one for me kind of means a little less because it's a preseason tournament, really. Because well, it culminates, well, it's, it's just the winner of the FA and then the winner of the league. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That one means less. Well, who to do me. they pick if the same team wins it? I think they they give uh, the second place team a or goal. the team that wins the Carabao. Yeah. What so. if someone clean? Oh well, no one has, huh? Well, City did. They did the. No, th- I mean the 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 quad. Well, the domestic treble, like they did the league Carabao and FA Cup. Oh, okay. Who did so, they play? I I literally can't remember, bro. I literally can't remember, and that's we could look into that. And it's crazy because England is the only team with three domestic t- um, turn um, competitions. I want to agree with you, but I feel like I know there, there's there's Spain like, doesn't Spain, have one. I think they have one. It's just I'm forgetting the names. I don't, I don't think they have and, one. And then. Germany has one, and it uh, like countries have it. Um, like uh, for I forget. We could look into this after yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about well, it next pod. It, I guess it would have been good to look at it beforehand. Yeah. So we can settle it on the pod, but whatever, man. I can't be arsed. Um, anyway, yeah, City wins it, man. And uh, obviously, they're the better team. I'm not going to sit here and say that Tottenham for sure are going to win with Mourinho. Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. But, like, you never know. Like, Who, who do Tottenham get? Uh, as manager? I have well, a thought. They were rumored to get Nagelsmann, and they didn't. 
uh, because Byron poached them, but <laughs> uh, uh, poached. But um, I think. But they're the good guys, right? They didn't join the Super League. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Bayern are interesting, <laughs> interesting feder, interesting club, and interesting federation because Germany and Bayern go hand in hand. But I, who I would go for, I would go for Scott Parker. Yeah. What do you got to lose? You don't got to pay much because it's his first big job. He's shown that he can play progressive football. He's English. He's gonna, you know, Tottenham has a lot of English players. I feel like it would, it would, they would mesh well. If not him, maybe Gary Monk. If not him. You're going to have to look foreign, and I don't know. There's plenty of guys. I like Antonio Conte for them. That's not a bad shout, but the guy's coming off of a league win. I think for me, I'd stay with Inter because they're a Champions League team now. Tottenham aren't even guaranteed that anymore. It would be a step down. Now, is the money better well, than in terms the of money talks? If he's getting paid better, I could see him making the move, but I think he's fine. Do Inter right out. now beat Tottenham? For sure? I don't think so. I think they do. I think they have a good chance, but I don't think for sure. I think they do because I see how Tottenham performed in, in the Europa, and I'm just appalled by how bad they did. And how, you well, know, they didn't do bad. They, they, that game was really down to the players. They crashed out early, in, and you no. know, if teams like Granada no. are still in it, you know, a bunch of teams that are, aren't even... Yeah, you know. Zagreb got lucky, man. They're not, uh, they're not beating Tottenham every time. And let's not forget that Tottenham beat them two to zero. It's, they got a clean sheet. And they got remontad. They got they, they, they got, got a three piece. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, I don't know how much better Tottenham is than Inter. On par. I guess they're a Super League team, if that's worth anything. But they're both. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. I'd say they're on par. Guess we can't really. Shit if I had on. to pick one, Inter's winning. I mean, they got a better team, man. Lukaku and, and Lautaro. I think uh, Kane and Son. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna say. Individually, they have some good individuals, but as a whole, Hakimi. You know, you look at the midfield. Le Elon. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Inter have a better keeper as well. I don't think Loris is a top keeper. By that's, the way, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's it would be a good match. I would, I would love to watch. It, it is it. a good match, yeah. But I I'll take Inter, and I Fuck. and I'm an AC Milan fan by the way. But I'll take Inter. Inter Inter is in a good moment right now. But it's it's a one season one. Well, they're walking the league right now. Walking? Yeah. They, after City, they have the the biggest margin in the league. They have a bigger margin than Bayern. They have a bigger margin than Lille. Um, you know, they have a bigger margin than uh, obviously Spain is tight as fuck right now. But oh man, yeah, well, and I can't wait to get into that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, again, congratulations to Manchester City. Why? Thank you. <laughs> as he wears the Riyad Mahrez shirt. Get in. Um, any anything else notable happened? Oh, we we were just talking about the 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 Germany situation. Uh, so yeah, Nagelsmann is officially going to be Bayern Munich coach for the twenty one twenty two season, and whoever knows how long. Uh it's weird. And I love I love how everyone was yeah Bayern Munich yeah, yeah. standing up to those bullies in the Super League. And then this week is fuck you, Bayern Munich. Yeah. Fucking poaching players and coaches. Uh, <laughs> fuck Bayern. It just kind of speaks to to everyone's reactionary tendencies. Yeah. If you will. Well, I, I'll say that um, myself. I, I didn't. I didn't applaud Bayern for not joining the the Super League. Oh, you you won't. I mean, if Bayern was a person, right, and they saved a bunch of children from a from a hospital, you'd be like, yeah, bro, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I'm not gonna praise you for that. 
But yeah. anyway, I, I know you, your hate for Bayern Munich runs very deep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but we can. I don't really like to talk about them too much because I feel like I only have negative things to say about them. Um, but, they're in a weakened state right now, though. Well, yeah, yeah, but look, here's the thing, like, and I, I know, like, you'll say City do it and other teams do it, but not to this degree, you know. Like, you take the the best manager from the second place team in your league mm-hmm. and their best defender. And you're going to play a friendly against a German national team. I was about to say that, man. To, to, at the Allianz Arena to raise money for your own team. It, it's well, a for joke. the exit of uh, Hansi Flick. I know. It's a culmination. It's a party. That, you know, I, I think it's an insult to the rest when of I the team. When I hear Bayern Munich, I, I, like my brain automatically fills it with Germany. Well, yeah. It's almost hard to split the two these days. They have the same sponsors. Um, gets in and... But, um, yeah, man, I, you know, Byron, I, I think when they play football, they're a great team, 11 v 11 on the pitch. It's nice to watch, but the whole schematics of it and the way the league works and the way it's monopolized, it's hard to be a fan of, but, uh, you know, fair play, fair play. Um, and I think Nagelsmann is going to do bits by the way. And I've been mentioning him for over a year now. I think he's, he's one of my favorite managers that are, that's like new and young, and I, I, you know, I really wish he would have gone to Tottenham, by the way. But, you know, uh, Fabrizio Romano claimed that he was rumored to go there. Hmm. Ah, uh, Verratti stood up a little too late. Yeah. He had, like, a non-reaction, too. He yeah. was just like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> um, it's, when you think about it, and you're... And you put it in black and white, Bayern Munich gets the best defender from the second place team. Bayern Munich gets the coach manager of the second place team. And as far as players go, Bayern Munich has done it year in, year out. It's a little sketchy. It is. Yeah. You know what would really get me heated if they get Holland as a Lewandowski replacement? That would <laughs> fucking do my head in. Ah, that you would, would hate be... Holland. No, no, I, I can't hate on the player. Like you say, you can't hate even hate on the clubs that are subject to sell the play. They're getting money, you know. I, but it's a two way street. To, yeah, it is. It totally is. Whenever a player decides, the the manager had all the facilities to be like, "Fuck you guys, man! I'm not with it." Money talks, though. Money does talk, but you, you're gonna tell me that Bayern Munich is paying a lot more than Tottenham. No. Well, no. What is it? What is it? A million or two? What's the difference? I really don't know. That that would have been interesting to to dive into. I, but I would I love know. to know what what uh, Nagelsmann's getting paid, and if if they say it's like mm, he's getting two three million a year, Tottenham's not paying all that much more, and they did it maybe for Mourinho because Mourinho's got that legacy, but Nagelsmann doesn't. Yeah. Well, but it, Nagelsmann is so good, man. He's like, pre- he's got potential, and he can. Very well win Europa League. I'm sorry, uh, Champions League and whatever tournaments that they end up in. If you put yourself in Nagelsmann's shoes, though, besides the money, it's a low it's a low stress job compared to Tottenham. I don't think so. Compared to Tottenham, it's a low stress job because Tottenham, uh, with the funding and the players they have, you're going to be expected to finish top four. For me, it's it's harder to finish top four in England than it is to win the league with Bayern. You could win the league with Bayern year in year out. Yeah, man. but but say they get into trouble like they did this season where they're barely first place that's uh, Tot- high stress man 
And I'm pretty sure that's why Hansi Flick is is being is quote unquote leaving. Yeah, because they're fi- they're firing his ass. There there's a golf in, in competition Ooh. there compared to the Prem. I mean, Nagelsmann, as as great as a coach he is, he won't be able to compete with the Chelsea's and the, and the Cities and even the United's right now. Although, I think he would elevate them to be and, very close and that's, to United. And, and I was talking about this last week, and your ass was contradicting me about it. Yeah, they're not they're not easily top four with a better manager. Well, with Nagelsmann, I think that's that's the cream of the crop right now. I'm I'm a big Nagelsmann stand. Yeah, I know, I know. But but you were saying that Tottenham as they are are easily top four, and you're saying now that they're not. No, no, I, I, be... I still think they're top four. But to win the league, they're they're not going to win the league yet. You know, uh, but I think yeah. With... My thing is the best that Tottenham could aspire to is uh, that, that's not a bad opportunity, I guess. The best that Tottenham could aspire to is to compete towards getting to Champions League. Yeah, well, and that's what they were doing. But they're, you know, they weren't able to accomplish that with Mourinho. We, that that we, was my point. The league's not over. Ah, uh, but yeah, he's gone now. It, 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 we can't <laughs> talk about it no more. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a moot point, I guess. You're right. But you know, I I get what you're saying, but I think, uh, man, Nagelsmann's set, man. It's I only feel gonna I el- feel like <sighs> Nagelsmann's probably gonna come to City in, in three or four years. I, I bet you, man. I feel Pep, like Pep it's a bitch move, close. man. On Nagelsmann's part? Yeah. Yeah, but, you know. Bro, you're German. He's not a bitch. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bitch. It's just a bitch move. Yeah. And it's not anything different than, than what Lampard maybe did. Even though Nagelsmann's a lot more proven than Oh, man. Lamps. Nagelsmann earned it, man. Yeah. I mean, his time at Despite Hoffenheim. Despite being younger. Dude, yeah. if you ever like, if you ever have time, watch his Hoffenheim side. It was crazy what he was able to do with relatively mediocre players. Uh, the guy's really good, man. I and I and uh, you what know Pep touch. actually invited him to the city facilities to to uh, practice and stuff like that. And I got to see that, and I was like, you know, these guys are of the same school of thought and you know, total football type of shit, you know. So actually, by the way, if I I was thinking if United got their hands on him, fuck man, they'd be set with a guy like Bruno Greenwood and and all those players they have. But you know, Bayern gonna Bayern. You know, BYU, they're going to buy Earn. And that's what they did. And they're going to continue doing it. Yeah. Well, they're they're just cementing their their status. Yeah. I mean, what, what can you do? I'm not going to hate on Byron fans because, well, I mean, that's the best thing. It's tough. It's tough to. Well, when you look at it, right, Bayern Munich are always in first place. They've always had the best German players. I don't see them suddenly saying, hey, because they're super nationalistic. Oh, right? yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't think one day they're going to say, hey, we're not going to look outside of our league to enforce like maybe uh, Barcelona, Madrid, uh, United or City. They're going to fucking look within their league. They're always going to do that. So it's not out of their character. At least they're staying with it <laughs> in their fucking villainous ways if you want to call it that yeah i'm not pissed off because i don't really watch the german league no i i just kind of feel bad for but when the they're teams. really good they're really fucking good man that the team with robin and um Ribéry in the was it 13 champions league season yeah they were really fucking good yeah well that was that was an all-star team man and they were and germany was spoiled because that that dorman side was almost as good yeah. They were toe-to-toe. Young Gotze, Young Gundogan, Young Lewandowski. 
He had Lewandowski. Um, man, who was Blazikowski there? Yeah, the the Polish. They, they uh, got two Polish guys there. Marco Royce in his prime. Marco Royce. Oh, fuck, man. Well, you know, I'll say this: Marco Royce to this day is, oh, is playing really well. Huh? Matt Hummels. Oh, Matt Hummels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Weidenfeller, the the goalkeeper. I mean, that that was just a historic team, and they've so, always seen great managers. You know, way back then, Klopp and you know uh, Tuchel at some point, and even before that. You know, it's just that's that's just a great footballing academy. As it is, you know, a, a great institution. That's a, just a nasty foul, man. Yeah, man. Honestly, there there was no <laughs> there was no uh, debate there with that one. Yeah. Thankfully, I think Way if you get late. a tackle from the back like that, it's I feel like it's less impactful if you get it from the front, like a, a blanche well, on the front. Well, the way he, he he was kind of getting a little bit lift off of the back foot, so it wasn't a hundred percent. Like if it was planted, yeah. If it was planted, that's that's bad, and on the front, of course, but yeah, in the back. Maybe maybe not as bad, um, but anyway, yeah. Bayern are gonna play a friendly versus the German national team. How the fuck do you do that? It's the only country that does it. The only federation that operates under this basis, and some people are calling it shameless. Well, one day, uh, I I think, I think to compensate for Robin's injury, Bayern played against Netherlands. Oh yeah yeah I remember that yeah. That's weird, right? That's just yeah, bro. That's but Bayern are, are very but, a very powerful club, man. Yeah, Bayern uh they're doing this to raise money for Hansi Flick. I don't get it, man. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, right? Rich ass fucking club. Anyway, um Man, I gotta say, I'm I'm uh two guys, two mics, two pints, uh we're sipping on Smittix and Peroni today. Yeah. And I've got to say, uh, how do the British say? Oh, proper, proper, proper. Yes, so some good, Irish man. beer and some and some Italian beer to wash it down. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I could say brought to you by, but I can't yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yet. All right. If you fuckers are listening. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, moving on from that, we'll get into some league games, man. We we talked a little bit about uh about Germany, we talked a little bit about uh, the the Carabao Cup, and um, let's see here. Oh, before we get into the <laughs> into the uh, Premier League, I wanted to talk about uh, this little fact that I found in my Reddit browsing mm-hmm. over the weekend. I was looking at a list of the original teams of the first um, actual English league back in the 1800s. Stoke City was one of them. There's there's a few that we know now. I think Aston Villa was one of them, and uh, uh, Dar- Derby County. There's a few. I, I'm not gonna go back and look at all of them. Got some pretty cool kids too, by the way. Yeah. But uh, Stoke City in their collective history, their overall history. Has never had a positive goal differential. The Potters, yeah. I mean, that's just a shit club, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like they, they've never been known for their football. That's just like a Burnley personified, you know, for years. Uh, you know, it's crazy though. They've had like some pretty decent footballers here and there. Like people forget Shakiri played there. Jordan Shakiri. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, Shakiri also played for Bayern Munich. 
Yeah. Well, that guy, he's he's good. He's good. He's solid. I think he there's certain areas he's weak in, but you know, height wise, I know, I know, man. Yeah, they had a afterlife too, but I mean, Stoke. Yeah, man. I, I honestly, I kind of miss him in the prem, but they, they never offered too. much. Bojan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bojan as well. That bum. Uh, what's this tall motherfucker's name? <laughs> the striker, bro. Oh, Peter Crouch. Probably oh, yeah, Peter Crouch. Yeah, one of their most no- notable players. But, yeah, man. That's pretty interesting, though. I, I, I mean, I could kind of expect that, but, you know, I never like, would have actually never looked at had a positive goal differential. Like, from the first game that they played mm-hmm. ever to now, they never put it in, put it together enough to get uh, over that zero line. It's fucking ridiculous. But, you know, it's crazy. It's like you could stay in leagues. You probably can't promote, but you can stay in leagues with having a, a negative goal differential. I know it sounds crazy, but you can lose a match 7-0 and then win the next match 1-0, and that's a loss. Mm, the next one. You know, so it's and like, that's equal. Yeah, exactly. So that and it's pretty interesting how that happens, huh? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the uh, Premier League uh, uh, review of last week, and then we'll talk a little bit about what's going on this coming upcoming week, and then we'll move on. Uh, so last we left off, uh, first game up is uh, Thursday, April 22. Leicester puts a three-piece on, on West Brom. Yep. No surprise there, right? No, no. That's expected. Very expected. Vardy, Johnny Evans, and Nacho all get on the board. And uh, West Brom still continues their relegation battle. Leicester still holding on to third place, is it? Yeah. Fucking hell. Respect. You know, I think them and West Ham have overachieved this year. Like, just two teams that come to mind. Yeah, they're, they're just sticking around, man. It's not it's not a fluke at all. And then on Friday, April 23, Arsenal versus Everton. <laughs> what a shit match. Man. Yeah. That, this was such a terrible... You, you could have bet it on Everton, man. I, I never will bet on Everton because uh, I didn't expect them to win. And it was a weird little play, too. Um, I think I think someone was crossing the ball and Burn Leno, for some reason, near post, it hits his right arm and it goes in. Yeah. That was, that was a weird goal. Yeah, it was. And a fuck up on Leno's part. Big ass fuck up. Who's been a pretty decent keeper this year? I he's a really decent keeper him. all overall. Yeah, I think he's the number three for Germany, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and that's saying a lot because they know, have, Lawyer Stegen. Those guys are just different top, gravy. Top top. Yeah. Um. Yeah, one zero Everton, and uh, Arsenal stay in their mid table form. They're in tenth place with. 46 points and a plus seven. All right. And then we move on to Saturday's matches, which was Liverpool hosting Newcastle. Ah, not bad. Double hockey sticks, huh? Yeah. Everton's nightmare season. I mean, Liverpool's nightmare season just continues. In the dying embers of the match. Shush, man. That was such a lucky ass goal, too. But yeah, I know. <laughs> Does uh, Liverpool see Champions League football? Um, no, no. I think it. I think 
I don't think they're going to qualify. With the way that Chelsea, West Ham, and Leicester are playing, I don't think they, they come into that conversation right now. I think it's just the form is not there, man. I think re- reboot, get ready for Europa League next season. And that's that. You know, United are in Europa this year, and they're much better than that level, and they might go ahead and win the whole thing. And I think Liverpool will have a very similar season. So, Well, United ended up in Europa after this weird... Oh, well, yeah, they... <laughs> they had a weird situation in their group. I, I don't really fully understand it. Yeah, it's kind of strange. They, they were on par with goals and, and points with Paris. But for some reason, they got sent to third place and, and Europa. But anyway, anyway, that's beside the point. They, I mean, they even have a chance to miss the fucking Europa. I wouldn't be surprised, man. Uh, and watch Vir- Virgil van Dijk's gonna come back next season and I don't think they're gonna improve that much I'm gonna tell you now I think people are, are using that as an excuse too much he's a great player but I don't think one player oh, I wish he would've made that I don't think one player if he truly could use his right foot he would've yeah yeah that's a tough one on the run like that that's tough he used his his left foot yeah well that's his dominant foot yeah, yeah it is it is, but he's definitely not right-footed. Oh, of course not. Um, but anyway, um, you were saying? Oh, no, uh, I was forgetting what I was saying. Uh, Virgil van Dijk is not the difference maker? I mean, he'll make a difference, but it's not <laughs> going to be like night and day is my point. Oh, and some people think that he always oh, like, oh, well, they're this bad because Virgil's not there. Bro, watch him be in the, se- in the team next season, and they're not going to improve by much. It's a, it's a bigger problem than just Virgil van Dijk. It's a bigger problem than just the defense. It, I think Salah has dropped a level. Mane has dropped a few levels. And that's where it starts. I think uh, Pulisic, it's time to come home. home. I think Pulisic would be perfect home. for Liverpool. With Salah still there. Our player of the week. Yeah, Pulisic. Pulisic, yeah. Um, but anywho, moving on to the next match. A London derby, Chelsea. And Timo Werner finally scores a goal. And has the cheek to post about it on Twitter. Bum ass. <laughs> yeah, Is man. he still on your fantasy team? Yeah, but uh, you know why? Because he still gets assists here and there. And uh, that gets me points, but I'm not starting him. He's on my bench. I have Harry Kane starting and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Who? He's kind of dipped a bit, too. But, I mean, Everton as a whole has been shit. Yeah. I mean, not well, shit, but they've well, been bad. I mean, I've been saying it. But it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Hey, uh, I want to say that certain people were claiming Hamas was going to be this big revelation. I'm telling you, man. Was I? I mean, maybe not you in particular, but a lot of people. I, I wanted. I, well, if I did, I, I'd like to. I'd <laughs> like to pub- publicly apologize. Nah, <laughs> fucking hell, man. Those uh, first three weeks were wild. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> Those I mean, first three he, weeks of the season were wild because we. <laughs> Well, things we, were crazy, man. Yeah. Things were crazy. It was like the Wild West. If we if we go off the first three weeks, I'm trying to think. Like, like I equate, like looking back at the first three four weeks of the Premier League with me wearing rubber bands on my pants. Yeah. For a couple of and days at clips. school. Yeah. Paper clips. Oh, uh, or like uh, bobby pins. Sorry, I don't know if they're like fold oh, up their jeans. Bobby. Okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah. or rubber bands as well. Or rubber, scrunchies. The, well, rubber bands is different than the than the uh, than the fold. You, oh, the fold. You tuck it in and then you fold it, and then I guess you're, that's why you say bobby pins. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I actually need to get back into that. But yeah, man, it's crazy. Spike tapered pants, man. It's crazy how the season panned out, man. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, Chelsea ended up winning, beating West Ham one nil through that Werner goal. And yeah, there was a controversial red card to, uh, to Federico Valbuena, the the player from Paraguay, who cleared the ball and with the follow through hit Benjamin Chilwell. And bullshit. I thought that was that was bullshit. That shouldn't have been a red. That was kind of fucked. Does it change the match? I mean, it happened in the 80th minute, so who knows? But who knows if West Ham score a goal with having 11 men on. Suchik, man. What a player. Yeah, what a player. Uh, David Moyes is set to win manager of the year. I think he won the Writers Associ- Association manager of Why the year. Why are they handing that out already? Uh, well, hey, he's in the... Uh, I didn't have West Ham in Europa League. Moyes I didn't even have them boys. in Champions League, you know? Yeah, Moyes and his boys. Fair play. But, um, yeah, next match after that, uh, Sheffield beat Brighton. And, of course, none other than David McGoldrick. Probably going to end up as their all-time leading scorer in the Prem. In the Prem, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's so sad. Yeah. Um, Next match, though, we had Wolves against Burnley. Chris Wood with a hat-trick. A Burnley player with a hat-trick? Wait, Burnley scored more than a goal? Fucking hell. I can't believe my eyes. Yeah, 4-0. And, man, Wolves. Shit, man. What a... What a drop-off for them, huh? Anywho, uh, the following match, a match between the Uniteds, Leeds United, Man United. Leeds, Nil-Nil. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Oh. This, honestly, I wasn't expecting this. This is a rare occasion where Leeds doesn't score and their opponent doesn't score. So, again, United, man, they, they just have a tendency for getting these big, these big results against funny. attacking sides, you know? It's funny that... Uh Ole the whole week was saying it's not going to end 0-0. Fuck. And no one would have thought that. Uh, well, I wouldn't have. I think there, if there was a bet that the game was going to end 0-0, the odds were very, very low. Yeah. And the bookies always win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a good match, though. I, I actually truthfully very, didn't catch it. It was very entertaining. And uh, you're not going to get anything less from Leeds versus... Uh, Manchester United. Just the scoreline is not going to give you that that uh, that dimension to it. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have Aston Villa hosting West Brom. West Brom with two goals to draw with uh, Villa. 2-2. Two, two. Not yeah. bad. Villa's de- definitely dropped the level. And <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Several. The more weeks go by and I don't see Grealish, I really they miss They barely the drew, by the way. They, they yeah. drew in the, nine, in the stoppage well, Villa's, time. Yeah, man. Yeah, Villa's missing their best player, man. And, and the, one of the best players in the league. But it's all good. We're, we're keeping a nice spot warm for him at City. So, uh, well, Good luck fitting him in. Oh, oh We'll that make boy, it fit. That boy's going to end up disgruntled in three months. Uh I mean, him and him and Phil Foden get on well. There's only so many girls in Manchester, man. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he's better off staying in Birmingham, in the Midlands. But uh, yeah, moving on. Oh well, we we did we did touch on Leicester winning, right? I think last week. Uh, Ihenacho scored, and he scored again in the next match, Leicester versus Palace. Ihenacho, man, picking up form. I have to say, yeah, he's, he's impressing me. He's got, I think... Uh, 14 goals in 14 matches, no? Is that is that the stat? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's what I remember uh, pretty much. Yeah, 14 goals in 14 matches. All comps. All comps, yes, sir. Not bad. Not bad, yeah, because we're including the uh, FA Cup win against Southampton. 
Hey man, he's he's a he's a proper player. You know, at one point it was either we we kept him or we went for Gabriel Jesus. I don't know how much. I mean, obviously, I don't think he's able to offer the pressing and everything, or the well, dribbling. Jesus is a better player. All around, yes, but in terms of clinicality in the box in the final third, he had well, not to score all today, types of maybe. goals. Yeah, yeah. Wait, is Jesus injured? No, he's just ah damn, he's he, out. He's in the doghouse. Uh, Lautaro in. But yeah, um, next match though. We oh that that was it for the prem. That was it for the prem action. Nothing else has happened. No. Nah. You want to get into a preview? Sure. All right. Oh, nice. Barca play tomorrow. Friday. Oh, fuck them. Oh, uh, Friday. Uh, Southampton hosting Leicester. Uh, FA Cup rematch. Vamos, Leicester. Mantenga su posición. Vamos, Champions League. Uh, I'll take a 1-0 win, Leicester. Goal from uh, Soyunku. Set piece. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. No he Nacho. Ah, I think it's too good to be true if he scores again, but respect. Uh, I'll take a he, he and Nacho goal. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah, that, that's that's my prediction for it. Um, Southampton suck. They suck. They're so lucky that they had a decent start because otherwise they'd be straight up in relegation. They're lucky they have Danny Ings, Ings, Ings. Who hasn't scored or... or uh, he scored last week. Oh, Against Tottenham. Oh. He's good. He's good. Oh. Okay. Next match, though. We have Palace against City. Ah, easy money, mate. Play the B team, Pep. Let the boys rest. They put in a proper shift today. 2-0 uh, win, City. Goals from uh, Gabriel Jesus and Nathaniel Ake. Oh, I see like a 4-1 win. Oh, yeah. For I Palace. see ass-whooping. For Chelsea, for Manchester City, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I don't. Crystal Palace not a good team. Nah, they're. I mean, it starts with the manager, but uh, yeah. Following match, Brighton Leeds. That's a good one. I, I like that match. I like that. Uh, I'll give it to Leeds though. Leeds, 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 Leeds. Two Leeds. one Leeds. Two zero. Whoa. Next match, uh, Battle of the Londoners. The Cottages against the Blues. I'll take Chelsea. Chelsea. Three to one. One to zero, Chelsea. Uh, Pulisic to score? Um, Ziyech. No, Mason Mount penalty. Mason Mount, Mount, Mount. Or I guess Jorginho. Oh, that's right. Jorginho takes him. Yeah. Penalty. A penalty. All right. Uh, following match, Everton against Villa. One uh, one. I'll take a uh, fuck. You know this is a shit match. I'm sorry. Without Grealish, it's just shit. I'll take a one one draw. Yeah, same. And then on Sunday, 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 uh, Newcastle hosting Arsenal. Fucking hell! Come on, Arsenal. Yeah. Clean it up. Two to zero. Uh. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'll, I'll 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 agree with you there. Saka and. Pepe for the goal. Wait, why haven't I heard of this next match? Because <laughs> Liverpool are a shit team now, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I have a United winning 2-0. Two to, two to zero. Yeah, 2-0. Two 2-0. No. Two I like that. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see here. Um, 
Tottenham versus Sheffield United. Oh, come on, you Spurs. Yeah, 2-0 Tottenham. <laughs> they better, man. <laughs> you better work. You better work. All right. Uh, and following match, West Brom against Wolves. Come on, West Brom. The great escape. Can they? Can they? Will they? I think so. Come on, West Brom. 1-0. Uh, Wolves. Uh, fuck it, no. Yeah, Wolves. You know what? Draw. 1-1. One, one. All right. That's better. Burnley I'm... versus West Ham. Come, Come on, on, you West hammers. Ham. Yeah, hammers, bro. Come on, you Irons. And then we'll move on to La Liga, which, God damn it, man. Uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about it, I'm man. I'm so annoyed. I'm, I'm fucking annoyed, man. Well, Atletico beat Huesca on Thursday, April 22, 2-0. Right, right, right. Granada beats Abar 4-1. Yes, sir. Real Sociedad beats uh, Celta Vigo. Two to one. Uh, I got on the board. There you go. That bum. He's not the first Belgium to Belgian to uh, you know thrive once he leaves United. Shout out a big Rom Lukaku. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Marwan Fellaini. Uh, no, I think his best moments were at United. He was a proper prick, man. Yeah, he was good. Pointy ass elbows. For real, that and and he would just score a lot of goals. That he was. Yeah, that he was. And then next up, we have Barcelona doing what they do is being on the little guy, five to two Hetafe. And then Saturday, April twenty fourth, Elche hosting Levante for a one nil win. One nil, one nil. Valladolid draws with Cadiz, double hockey sticks, one one. Valencia versus Alavés, one one. Real Madrid versus Real Betis, 0-0. Ah, that was such a good game. I was so heated that there was no goals. Yeah, it was like another United lead situation. The big guys going towards the little guy, and they go toe-to-toe, and it ends up as a draw. Don't really have a huge problem with it as far as the match goes, but in terms of what it means, yeah, that's two drop points, my, my friend. Yeah, and it's a big deal when the title race is this hot. Yeah, and and Real Madrid were the better team, but hey, Betis is good, man. Yeah, they're legit. They're legit. They're the real deal. Um. So yeah, that that kind of puts us in a bad spot. But Madrid, as we speak, are with seventy one points, uh, right behind Atletico with seventy three. And then uh, what's up next? Let's see here. Sunday, Huesca versus Hetafe. Ines Unal, City Academy product. Get in. Okay, the who's that guy? Uh, he's, uh, he's leading the line for Turkey after uh, Yilmaz. Ah, okay. That guy. Oh. Um, Villarreal grabs their ankles to Barcelona because, you know. Vamos Griezmann. Uh, that shit pisses me off, man. Uh, and they conceded right after they fucking scored. They're like, ah, oh, we scored against Barca. Go ahead, score one. Go ahead, yeah, go. Hey, we made it look good, right? Uh, yeah, wink, wink. And then they're like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Barca score again, but they're not dominating enough. Let me get a red card at the 65th. Fucking hell. 
Yeah, on top of everything. I love the way Barcelona looks, man. Beautiful city. Um, but yeah, following match, Celta Vigo, 2-1 contra Ozazuna. Vamos, Diego Azpaz. That guy, man. He just can't stop scoring. Um, but yeah, good result for Celta. Then uh, Sevilla beat Granada 2-1. to one. Rakitic with the penal. It's all good. It's all good. But the most important match of that day, Atletico Bilbao beat Madrid. Atletico Madrid, fucking hell, man. Atletico Madrid can't clean up their act, man. It's annoying. They're bottling. But they're still up. They're top of the league. Top of the league. Top ends. Top ends. <laughs> what can you say? And this... Oh, well, we'll talk about it right now. Ah. Two to one. They're bottling. I'm sorry, son. They're bottling. Eibar hosting uh, Sociedad for a loss. 1-0. Eibar, regrettably, is on their way down. You hate to see it. And then yeah. today, Athletic Bilbao hosting Valladolid for 2-2 draw. Of course, Bilbao shows up against the big guys. And then against the little guys, they... They dwindle. Yeah. Okay, so tomorrow, Thursday, Barcelona versus Granada. Uh, 3-0. Vamos, Barça. Vamos. Que si ganan, están en el liderazgo, eh. Vamos. 2-1. Granada. Uh, but they got to save all their eggs for the Europa, man. They're not beating Manchester United. They're already down, son. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, Barcelona's going down because they're cunts. Uh, um, it's Celta Vigo versus Levante on Friday. Uh, Celta, right? Yeah, I'll take Celta Vigo 2 1. 2 0. Not a big difference. Eibar hosting Alavez. Um, well, that's cute. Uh, anyway, uh, Elche versus Atletico Madrid. Uh, I'll take Atleti. Uh, come on, it's Elche, man. Fucking hell. They, they can't be that bad, can yeah, they? Yeah, they'll give them the Leche. Atletico I, wins 1 0. Yeah. I don't know if Suarez is back, but if he's not back this game, he'll for sure be back the following. Yeah. And then Huesca versus Sociedad. Sociedad, tío. Sociedad, yeah. Vamos. Real Madrid versus Osasuna. Real Madrid gana 4 0. I like that. I like that. Let's stick with that. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even believe it, but fuck it. I just want them to get their goal differential up because Barcelona looking good, man. Well... They don't need to get the differential up because they have the tiebreaker on both Atletico and Barcelona. But it looks good on paper. Yeah. You know, it's funny ah, watching this video of, of company wearing a mask and it's not even COVID. I know, I know. It's like I was watching true. it earlier or the other day and I was like, yeah, hey, this is not so out of... This is, this is the only guy that has it right. Yeah, I know, yeah. Well, by the way, what a unit that guy is, man. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's a wall. <laughs> God, uh, I miss him. And then on Sunday... Uh, Valladolid versus Betis. Betis is going to lose 1-0. They're fucking assholes like that. They'll do the bits against Real Madrid, but then the next week, fall against Valladolid. Yeah. 1-0. Loss. Villarreal versus Getafe. Oh, oh, this is a team they can beat on. This is like 2-2 for me. 1-0. Ah. Granada versus Cadiz. That's a good match. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll take uh, a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw. Okay, not bad. And then Valencia versus uh, Barcelona. 
Did Barcelona catch two losses in a row? Not in my book. I, they're winning every game in the league for me for the rest of the... Oh, so they're going to be champions. Oh, sorry. They draw against Atletico, but that's going to make it so spicy. they're going to be champions. Yeah. They're going to do the league double. Uh, Coleman is going to be grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> I know that'll piss you off. I'm sorry. But well, I mean, you like City, so you like cunts. So uh, it doesn't matter. Um, no, I, I'm just, you know, whatever Guardiola wants, I want. And if he's, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah. Does that wrap it up? Oh, there's more games on Monday? or Yeah, Monday. Monday. Sevilla versus Bilbao. Oh, wow. Uh, 3-0 Sevilla. Sevilla. Yeah, I agree. Sevilla, hijo come venga. All right, man. That's it for the review preview. Um, anything else football related? I think that covered everything. Well, we're going to get a little run in on Saturday again, right? I hope so. I haven't got any word yet, but worst comes to worst. If you're not doing anything, I'm down to get a little kickabout. And a park? Yeah, just to get my touch up, man. I need to work on that. Because I scored three three goals this weekend. I want to score six next weekend. Vamos a ver, tío. Si Dios nos permite. Yeah, man. Took me back to my days, man. I got to get up to speed. That sharpness isn't there, but, you know, yeah. the touch doesn't go away. No, no. Touch, it's just the muscle touch, memory. Touch, touch. I got I got that. To, I, I can share some, actually, if you want some. There's enough to go around. Yeah. But, yeah, it's the sharpness and the dribbling and the quickness. But anyway, um, yeah, if anyone wants to get a run in. Tap in. We'll be posting that on the Bottle Talk account. Whether it's outside or inside. We love football. Yes, sir. But, yeah, that's episode 45. Um, We'll be back next week with 46 and more football. Uh, Fuck. I feel like we're missing something, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, I don't know. I only drank three beers. I want to shout out Leal real quick because they're currently leading the league, and I feel like we don't give enough credit to that. But... They're putting in a proper shift. They beat Leon after being down 2 0. Did the remontada 3 2. Our guy Yilmaz, the Turkish GOAT, who, by the way, is rumored to make a move to the MLS after his uh, contract is up. Because he's old, he's 32. But man, I would love to see Leal win the league. It's just refreshing for football. Speaking of MLS. Oh, yes. Go on, Galaxy. They're off to a sharp start. Greg Vaney, the new coach. I'm telling you, man, he's made a difference in Cheech. Five goals in Cheech two adios. games. Two games, five goals. And I'm going to have to buy that kit straight up. Straight up. Yeah. I and hopefully we could go to some games at the, uh, what is it called now? Uh, uh, Dignity Health Arena or whatever. Oh, man, Dignity I don't know. Dignity Sports. Been the Home Depot, the StubHub. Uh, it was something not too long ago either, right? Yeah. Oh, before oh, it was the, the Herbalife. Herbalife, Home Depot Center. I mean, there's so much. So many names. I know. But anyway, yeah, yeah, we can, uh, we'll definitely have to tap in. Oh, for sure. Maybe a few pints up there while we're at it. Ah, pues bueno, tío. Uh, I thought you would never ask. Uh, una pedernera segura, eh? <laughs> uh, on my Pablo Savaleta way. But yeah, it's been a wonderful What's that? Huh? What is that? Oh, it means tonight we are going to get very drunk. <laughs> a couple bottles of champagne. And yeah, that's when you see Kun start to smile ear to ear. He's like, hold on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, episode 45. All right, man. All right. Well, we're out. Uh, and like always, take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. Yes, sir. All right. We're out. Cheers. Cheers.